introducing Minor Wisdom Quintet. So this week on the podcast is Ramina Mirmortazavi. I hope I said that right. Ramina Mirmortazavi, uh, soon to be uh, Ramina Anderson. And we discussed that in the podcast. So she's going from Miss M to Miss Anderson. And again, we talk about that. And uh, I just think it's kind of funny going from a very difficult last name with lots of culture. And I talked about that too, to Anderson. <clears throat> Not that Anderson doesn't have culture, but, uh, you know, you know, anyway, uh, I hope you enjoy the, the discussion. It's very fun. She is a super, just kind of, I don't, I, I don't know if the, the word bubbly is a, is necessarily always perceived positively. And I don't know if she's necessarily bubbly, but that's the word that I'm thinking of right now at six fifteen on a Saturday night. After some delicious sushi, by the way. <laughs> um, but uh, she's just a lot of fun. I think most people, I haven't done any polls or anything, but I, if, let me check my polls here. Uh, yeah, most people agree. Ramina is just a fun person and they love to be around her. And she's just a, a great conversation, a great, uh, just comedic personality. She's now the head director at Hebron High School. And I am super excited for her because not only is that a, a good high school, but she's a good person with a good heart, ready to do some good things there, regardless of what the situation is in August. Speaking of that, um, I will have a separate podcast following this podcast that discusses that. You can listen to it or not. It's literally just me getting on a soapbox for a few minutes because I had to, and I'll explain why in that podcast. Uh, but some things I do want you to check out. Check me out. I never say it on Twitter, Mr. Blake Miner on Twitter. Um, I've also had some people follow me on Facebook because I think my demographic is more of a Facebook crowd. If you are following me on Facebook or you are trying to be my friend, hey, introduce yourself because some some of us have a ton, a ton of mutual friends. But maybe we met quickly and I don't remember. But you know, chime in, say hey, hey girl, I listen to the podcast. Let me know. Uh, and I'd be happy to friend you. But right now, I've got some people in the queue that I'm like, I don't know who you are. But uh, that doesn't mean that we can't be friends. Why can't we all just get along? What a great show. I miss that from the 90s. But uh, I also want you to check out BlakeMiner.com. I have started really hard to push the voiceover work that I'm trying to do. I know you have to be very patient with that. I used to do some voices for 104 here in Houston, KRBE, when uh, Lauren Kelly was there. Lauren is now on KPRC Channel 2 on Houston uh, Houston Life, I think is what it is. Yes, Houston Life, uh, which is moving to 3 p.m., by the way, which is a great time slot, up against Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, but I digress. But anyway, I am pushing that a lot more. So if you know anybody that needs vocal work done and you yourself may not have been blessed with these sexy, sultry pipes, then send them my way. I can also do voices. I don't know if I want to do that for you guys right now because I'm a little nervous, but um, I can do some voices, more so caricatures of characters, if you know what I mean. So uh, recognizable things, but send them my way. I'd be happy to talk to them about me. <laughs> That's why I have a podcast. Anyway, enjoy this 
episode with Ramina Mirmortazavi. My name is Ramina Mirmortazavi, and I am currently the head theater director at Hebron High School. Um, I've been doing theater since I was nine years old. Um, actually, my first like theater thing was in a church play, um, kind of randomly, and I just sort of fell in love. And then all of my my life moves at that point were about making sure that I made theater a career. Um, so I went to college um, at Vassar because it was listed in a book as like a good theater school. Um, I never visited the campus before my move-in day. I didn't know anything about it before I got there. Um, I just sort of showed up and was like, I hope this works out. <laughs> and it did. Um, and then I moved back to Texas and started teaching at my old middle school, which was which is Baker Middle School uh, in Corpus Christi. And I taught there for five and a half years and then got the opportunity to be the freshman director at Deer Park. Um, which is where I met my really good friend, Ryan Heitzman, who then eventually recruited me to come up to Hebron as his technical director. And now I'm the head director. So I've lived a lot of places and done a lot of theater. <laughs> yeah, you and I have a similar story, except yours worked out because uh, I went to Sam Houston State for a semester after never going to right. see the campus and I left after the first semester. So <laughs> your, your plan worked uh, and, my, and, and ultimately mine did too, cause that's how I met my wife. But uh, you know, so the, the, the college part of things didn't work out, but the life part of things, I guess you right. could say worked out in, in my favor. Are you, so you're engaged. Congratulations. I'm engaged, yes. Currently uh, engaged. Are, are you excited or not to have a more generic last name or uh, are you upset that maybe the, the culture and history behind your last name is going to turn into not a very cultural <laughs> last name at all? <laughs> um, it's, it's weird. Cause like, like I've been teaching for 10 years and I've been Miss M for 10 years. And so it's weird to think that I'm going to be Mrs. Anderson all of a sudden, like at the new semester, like yeah. I'll be Mrs. Anderson. And I don't know how I feel about that yet. Um, my fiance said I can keep my last name if I want to. Right. Uh, he doesn't care, but uh, I, I don't know. So I'm still debating. Do I stay Miramor Tazavi? But then I have to spell right. Miramor Tazavi for the rest of my life. Right. Yeah, that's... So. That's the struggles. <laughs> yeah. Part of me is really excited to be Anderson because I don't ever have to spell it. Right. Yeah. And it's not like a unique way of spelling Anderson. It's just straight up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's straight fun. up Anderson. <laughs> so so well, I might change it. We'll, you, I'll keep everyone informed. <laughs> just don't hyphenate it because that would really, that could really oh, screw no. some people up. Could you imagine if we hyphenated our children's last names <laughs> and they were Mir Mortazavi Anderson? <laughs> Well, again, it, it speaks to the culture, though. You know, they would know that their parents are not both just white Anglo-Saxon, you know, American <laughs> people. At least True. they would assume that would they would have to assume that at least. Yeah. Uh, um, so I got to go with I got to go with your comment that you made. Uh, and, and, you know, a good Facebook post when you have almost as many comments as you do just <laughs> the likes or, you know, whatever reaction. Right. And this one this one is almost there. So you said that Alexander Hamilton is the villain 
of Hamilton uh, and that you can't change your mind. Why do you think that? Yes. But then I thought I changed my mind. I can't do it. Um, I, so I was, I was reading some stuff about the show and I've, I've seen the show live um, before. Mm -hmm. And of course, when you see it live, you're, you're a little bit so wrapped up in like, Oh shit, I'm at Hamilton. Oh shit. This lighting design is so beautiful. Like, how did they come up with that choreography? Like that's me as a theater person, right? I'm like thoroughly enjoying the show, but also my director brain is going like, oh man, I wish I could direct like this or write like this, you know? But rewatching it and being able to kind of watch it in my living room, um, I realized the only time we really see Hamilton's perspective on what happens in his life um, is in his affair with, uh, Mariah Reynolds. Every other time it's introduced by someone else. Either it's introduced, you know, how how he's seen by Eliza and Helpless, how he's seen by Angelica and Satisfied. All throughout we hear about how Burr sees him or how um, Thomas Jefferson sees him. And we always know how Hamilton feels about these other people, but we never go into his brain except in that one song. And so I was like, man, this is a show named after this guy who's a huge dick to basically everyone in his life, including his wife, um, who he obviously loves a lot. Like, I, I don't I think that he really loves her, but he's also very selfish and uh, self-involved. Um, and then at the end, it's the same thing. The ending of the show is how these other people view his legacy. And we don't ever know what he would have thought about it. I mean, obviously he died, so he didn't get to have Whoa. thoughts on his legacy. Jeez. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Uh... Spoilers, he <laughs> dies at the end. So, full, um, But the show ends that... with what his wife did with, with that legacy yeah. and how she created her own legacy. Um, but he's not a nice person no. pretty much ever. Um, Lynn makes him very charming, but he's a really like bad dude. <laughs> that's, uh, that's how some people feel about politicians currently too. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and full disclosure, I, I've still not seen it at all. <gasps> yeah, I know. Ugh. I'm a horrible theater teacher. Uh, I've heard, I love it. I've heard the music. And though. I know that like, well, I know now this is like unpopular opinion, like in the, I guess the current climate, but yeah. I love Hamilton. I love, I've loved it since it came out. I loved In the Heights. Um, so I've been a huge Lin-Manuel Miranda fan for, for a while. In the Heights really spoke to me because I grew up in Corpus Christi, which is very like Washington Heights. Right. You know, it's a very Hispanic Latino city. Um, and so that felt very familiar to me having grown up there. Um, and then Hamilton came out and I've loved it, loved it, loved it since then. I think the music is brilliant. I think the lyrical wordplay is brilliant. The, like I said, the choreography is like insane. So you've got to watch it. It's yeah, I will. I just, I'm in my, my oldest daughter is asking if we can watch it, but she's also, she's not even eight yet. And so I'm nervous about it, but she's also been around theater. I mean, 
I think four months into her life, she was, I remember her sitting on a, this like couchy type thing while I was programming lights in a booth for a nutcracker. Um, so, you know, like she's been in, in the theater world all her life, literally. So she, she probably won't get like all the bad things. She'll just be hyped by the music, you know? Yeah. And she watches wrestling with me at least three times a week. So I feel like that (laughs) has prepared her for maybe some of the language uh if you let her watch wrestling she could definitely yeah. watch hamilton <laughs> yeah i know that's right but she'll she'll she did this a couple days ago she turned to me and said daddy is is that a bad word i shouldn't say that should i so and i told her yeah no don't say that don't re- don't repeat half the stuff you hear when you watch this stuff <laughs> when you watch wrestling right yeah. right i actually had a my cousin and i when her daughter was little her daughter just graduated high school um, we went to see the color purple mm-hmm. and so she bought the soundtrack, but she would never play hell no, because she didn't want Ivy going to school and singing hell no, uh, <laughs> to the teacher and then having to explain yeah. like, no, we went to see the color purple, yeah. um, whatever. Yeah. And my, so. yeah. And the, my oldest does not, um, uh, she does not shut her mouth. So I don't know she gets that from her mom's side, but uh my mother-in-law is listening to me right now <laughs> so anyway definitely does not get it from no, you definitely doesn't get it from me it's not nowhere on my side of the family do we talk um but uh uh so switching back to the 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 you the you part of things um what is your technical theater like specialty what where do you uh, i'm i'm a sound designer oh, okay. uh mostly Um, and it's so funny because when I was in high school and college, like I didn't really do tech. Um, my big assignment in college, uh, one year I was the assistant costume designer for Quills, which was, um, my best college friend senior thesis project. And I was like, I'm going to That's not an easy show for costuming either. Uh, no. And we were kind of making it more modern and we were toying with a lot of, um, really what I felt were really interesting ideas about like, what is this world? You know, nothing in the world is real. And so like we had this thought about costuming them in paper um, for for a while and we, we scrapped the paper. Um, yeah. But what was fun was we were like, who's like the modern day Marquis de Sade, right? Like looking at celebrities, who is the modern day Marquis de Sade? So we hit on um, Carl Lagerfeld. Mm. was the modern day (laughs) marquee uh so we dressed my friend i found like this picture of carl lagerfeld like coming off of a yacht looking like a huge douchebag um and he was wearing all white so we put my friend in all white and i bought him this huge red belt buckle um as part of his costume and then we put him in this ridiculous wig um that was pulled back into a ponytail so he looked Wow. Like yeah. this guy's like Carl Lagerfeld. I'm trying to find that um, one picture. He only wears black and white, it looks like really. Yeah, anyway, he only yeah. he pretty much only wears black and white. We decided on white. Um That's great. and then the the night of the final dress rehearsal, my friend cut his finger open on a prop and had to go to the emergency room and needed stitches. Uh. Um and I was researched so while he was gone, I'm in our design studio researching like how to get blood out of white clothing and yeah. whatever. 
and he comes back from the hospital and he's in full hair and makeup. Like he's in full, like drag makeup and full <laughs> everything shows up to this emergency room in small town, this like small town emergency room with our lighting design professor who drove him. He comes back in at one o'clock in the morning and like the whole student design team is all there and he holds up his hand and he goes, I did not get blood on my costume. <laughs> <laughs> we were so excited but like when you look at Karl Lagerfeld you could see him being the Marquis sure. de so how did you I mean was, like how much research did you do though to, to get to that um uh quite a bit actually because we wanted to go for this kind of high fashion concept and mm -hmm. so initially we were looking at designs and then I was like looking at Chanel designs and he his a picture of him came up because he did Chanel and I was like oh shit we gotta stop looking at the designs and look at the designers yeah. that's where the more interesting um thing is so that's and that's funny. one of the things I love about design is like the research part I probably should have been a dramaturg um but I'm a high school theater teacher and it's almost <laughs> the same yeah, thing it encompasses so that yeah um but I love design I love costume design and I'm like halfway decent at lights. Like, yeah. I feel pretty confident in my. How'd you get into sound? Uh, literally, my first year at Deer Park, uh, Ryan turned to me and went, I don't have time to sound design our one act play, so you're going to have to do it. <laughs> yeah. And I said, okay. And then I just sort of figured it out. Right. What it, what's your, what's your uh, free um, software of preference? Uh, I prefer Go Button. Oh, okay. I'm a Go Button girl. You're like a, uh, you're an iPad person. I'm an iPad and a Mac person. Okay. So I've got QLab. I've got Go Button. Um, I love Go Button because it's it's idiot proof. You know yeah. what I mean? Like once you have everything set, and the kids just have to push one button. Yeah. What's that button and say? That I, is... I don't remember what it's called. But anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the mystery button. Think, yeah, the mystery you know? button. I think it says Go. Uh, yeah, so I I love that's my free software of preference. Have you been uh, have you done sound design professionally or just inside of an educational wall protection? Just in the educational realm, um, I would love to do it professionally, yeah. but I you know I moved to DFW when I was living in Houston. I knew you know a lot of the people in the theater, theater community, Cone Man Running and Catastrophic yeah. and. Um, I knew people who worked at the alley and, um, you know, uh, standing room only obsidian theater. And I, you know, because I was having such a heavy schedule, I never got to work with them as much as I wanted to, but then I moved to DFW and I don't like know anybody up here. Yeah. So <laughs> if anybody's listening and needs a sound designer, what, I love to do it. Where, I mean, I have, I mean, well, my wife's side of the family's from that area and, and I have family up there as well, but uh, I forget where Hebron is. Compared... It's in Carrollton. Okay. North Carrollton, right on the border of Carrollton and the Colony. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. I live in this weird area where, like, I live in the Colony. The school's, like, two blocks away. It's in Carrollton. If you drive two blocks down the street from me, it's Plano. Yeah. If you drive, like, five blocks the other way, it's Louisville. It's like... So, yeah, it's it's the it's the epitome of like a suburb metroplex, yes. megaplex. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I I had this idea 
And like right before we started this interview, the uh, vice president came on to discuss like opening schools and how that's going to look and all this kind of stuff. Right. Um, and it's, it's, uh, you know, still, I guess still kind of open-ended and up in the air about every district's going to kind of do their own thing. Right. Yeah, um, like. yeah. Uh, and even to even every state, cause Florida, what yesterday, Florida said we're opening schools. I don't care who you are, <laughs> but mm-hmm. you know, we're doing this. Um, and then our, our district right now, our district is holding tight or holding steady with the, we're protecting our teachers and our students, and then we'll figure out how that looks, right? Um, and that's fine. Some districts have taken a different stance, and it's I think it's based on size. All that said, yeah. I've never I've never played a game on my podcast before, but I thought you have the personality to play a game with, and so I wanted to play a game with you. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Even though things are changing every day, so here's here I I don't know how this I, I don't have any music to pl- I mean. I don't have anything to kind of play here. Do I have, there we go. Oh, that's crickets. That's not a good one. Um, but uh, so I want to go with what is, what could be the craziest request that an administrator would make to you and you just go with it, uh, oh, no. you know, and you just, you just like, yeah, sure. Whatever you want. And now, now that you're head director, I mean, you've got that in the bag. So you're not trying to work your way up, so no, <laughs> maybe, yeah, I'm, maybe you just I'm done. I've hit the peak. Yeah, I just joked actually with a, a band director, uh, actually band director that I'm going to be teaching with, and and he, he was saying something because UIL just released some new stuff too, some new guidelines. Yeah, the, when they, the mask. Yeah, I when, saw the, that. when you go back uh, to these trainings and stuff and these camps, these summer camps, you got to be masked up. But uh, uh, he was saying that some districts require you have to do UIL. And, and like your job is, is based on UIL participation, not necessarily success, but UIL participation. And, and in our district, the stipend is based on if you take part in UIL or not, but uh, you know, your job isn't necessarily right. That's very common. But he said that, uh, right now our district is allowing people to not, or at least banned is allowing them to not take part if they're not comfortable with it. They're not going to be pressured into it this year. And I joked with him. I said, yeah, that's how he's going to get you back to the school. And then two weeks into the school year, he's going to say, just kidding. You got to do this. And he's not. I mean, all kidding aside, yeah. he's not going to do that. But what is something that you think uh, would be like the administrators say, all right, guys, um, you have to wear two sets of shoes because we found out that this virus really loves to go through the feet or, you know, something <laughs> <laughs> like that would be fairly ridiculous. Um, I think probably to me, what would be the craziest thing? Cause my principal is super awesome. Yeah. I really love her. Um, and she's not a dress code Nazi, which yeah. I appreciate. So her, her thing is if, if you're appropriately dressed, like to show up in public, right. she's not going to be like, Oh no, you wore jeans on Tuesday. Right. How could you? Um, but to me, I think if, if they discovered like, oh, the virus, um, doesn't affect people in business wear. And all of a sudden we had to wear like suits and ties and like, had to go buy a whole new, like lady suit, like a pants suit. A bunch of Hillary Clinton type. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, My my Hillary Clinton wear, uh, that would be a lot for me (laughs) because I love teaching in 
not professional right. clothes. Yeah, that's the other thing. That's what's funny about this too. I've seen a few people on social media. I've seen some core teachers uh, talk about how could they wear jeans all the time and uh, if they have to wear masks. And most fine arts teachers are responding like, we're not supposed to wear jeans all the time? Question right. <laughs> like, you guys don't wear jeans every day? What are you talking about? Yeah, it's pretty great. And uh, I am kind of looking forward to seeing what exactly uh, we are asked to do ultimately. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and I know that's coming around the river bend as they, uh, I don't, what, what movie was that? Uh, just around the Pocahontas. Was that Pocahontas? Pocahontas? Just around the river bend. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, so at this point yet again, the podcast drops out the wireless, the internet, the Wi-Fi, the Bluetooth, whatever, something went wrong. And I lost Romina. I actually like complete like Zoom was like, screw this. I'm done. I don't even want to be on anymore. So Zoom dropped out on my computer and it was awkward. And it's the first time and only time so far. Knock on wood. Can you hear that? Can you hear that? Uh, knock on wood. It's the only time that's happened. But uh, I got Romina back after some troubleshooting. I got her on my phone, though. So now what's going to happen is you're going to hear Romina only on the left side. So if you're like in your car listening to this and you like, I can shift my, you know, the balance and the fade and all that stuff. So if you're in the car listening to this, just shift everything to the left. I mean, it might work. I don't know, man. All right. Well, enjoy the, the finish of this podcast, the remainder, the finish. Enjoy. I want to go back and, and re explore some things that, uh, maybe you don't want to talk about. I don't know. Maybe you do. Uh, <laughs> So I want to ask about, uh, I know that you were, um, you interviewed to, to become the Hebron head, right? Yeah. What was for you, uh, what was kind of the scariest part of all that as far as, you know, because you probably had confidence, you have to go into a job interview kind of with confidence, but as far as how you felt with, um, your, you know, your, your interview and kind of the anxiety and things like that. And ultimately, obviously you got the job, but what is, what is something that you were just kind of down on yourself about, even though it was probably ridiculous and nobody else except for you and maybe your fiance knew about it. Um, yeah, I, I, I actually, um, a lot of people think I'm very confident and it's all a ruse. <laughs> I'm fooling all of you. Um, I am a huge, uh, doubter of my own abilities, yeah. um, uh, in most things. There's like two things I'm really confident in, and that is my sound design yeah. abilities and my singing abilities. And that's it. Everything else I think I'm terrible at. <laughs> um, so I was interviewing and I was convinced that at some point they'd be like, look, Romina, the, the, the reality is. We're just doing this as a courtesy. You're a terrible theater teacher. Uh, this is actually resignation. Quit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. We're actually just letting you know that uh, it's all over. <laughs> you just need to go work at McDonald's or something right. more suited to you. Um, good luck. Right. And, and I really, and it was extra hard because we were interviewing online, yeah. you know, because um, it was April. So at that point, like we're not in school anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, so interviewing online was also really hard because I couldn't see everybody. Right. Um, and I'm so used to working off of like people's facial expressions right. and making jokes and whatever. And I was like, this is terrible. Yeah. 
it was just the worst, the worst thing. Yeah. Um, but it worked out. Yeah, so. it did. Thank goodness. Yeah, it's funny. I, I interviewed too for the, the new job that I'm at as well. And, and I felt that same way. I was like, man, I, you know, I'm, I, I luckily though, and same with you, you, you knew the people you were kind of interviewing with, even though you couldn't see their reaction. Right. Yeah. I, I knew who I was interviewing with, uh, except for w- literally the, the one assistant principal, I hadn't really met him, but everybody else I had known for, for a while, but still you're like nervous about <laughs> Is this joke landing or am I charming enough? Right. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. And it and what kind of made it worse is they had like a slate. It was like 25 questions. Mm-hmm. They had to, that, that like the fine arts office had to ask uh, the candidate. And I was like, it was a long mm-hmm. interview. So it was a long interview. And then I thought I was doing a really bad job. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day, um, I got the job offer, which right. was really exciting. Um, and my assistant principal called me and was like, you did such a, you nailed it. Like your interview was awesome. And I was like, wow, I thought I sucked. <laughs> so thanks guys. Yeah. And come to I find out, I thought I was the worst. come to find out you're going to be teaching a, a workshop at TTA on how to interview online. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> threatened me with it they're like you should totally teach about this i was like oh no because <laughs> the class will be me going um i don't know i don't know what i did so <laughs> good luck out there guys <laughs> that would be fun that would be funny though i mean yeah. i'm sure there's got to be something that's coming ar- around the pipe that's uh gonna tell us how to do this you know because it may be the new thing it may be a new way of doing it i know i'm my district is meeting in 30 minutes. They're having a board meeting in 30 minutes okay. uh, uh, to, I guess, make final decisions about what's happening sure. with our school year. Um, and then the fine arts office should be communicating with us sometime after that. But like I changed my fall show yeah. um, to something that I can either easily social distance or would still make sense streaming right. if we had to go the live stream route. Uh, is it public domain? It's not. Okay. No, it's, uh, it's, we're doing Laramie project. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. And what's great is like dramatist has made it really easy to request live streaming. Yep. Like there's like on the, the license, there's a box and it's like, do you want a live stream? Yes. No. And I was like, Oh yeah. This is fake guys. That doesn't mean you'll get it, but right. it's at least easy to figure out how to ask. Right. Um, so that was nice. Uh, musical yeah that's a uh, that's a tough one and you know like like the, it you've got a balance between do i want to include a lot of kids or do i want to kill a lot of right. kids <laughs> right 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 we normally cast 60 60 to 65 kids you're in crazy our yeah <laughs> well like 100 kids audition like i think last year 111 kids auditioned for our musical so we cast wow. 60 so that's over half um, and then we have a separate crew. So that ends up being like another 30 kids to our crew. Yeah. And then we have a live orchestra. So the band and orchestra students play in the pit. Mm. So now we're talking about like 135 kids involved in musical. And I don't know that, I don't know that we're going to be able to do that next year, which breaks my heart. Right. Because. Well. You could do you could do last five years, but with a really big crew, 
Right. Just a giant crew. Yeah. We'll just build the largest set. Yeah. For, for a two person musical. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we'll have flying, just things flying in and out. Plexiglass um, everywhere. We, yeah. Plexiglass everywhere. We'll do um, some projection yeah. too. You know, just you know, make it extra large. Somebody, I'm not the one that made that suggestion, but somebody did say like, you know, last five years may end up being a popular one to do because they never, they, they do cross paths at one point, which is kind of like the climax of the, of the, of the musical, but, um, right. but you can still keep it so that they're not, you know, there's also, I don't know if you ever heard of a, my name is Alice. It's a five girl musical. Yeah. And yeah. you can, in theory, keep that one also pretty social distance, uh, you know, yeah, spelling bee. I, I thought about spelling bee. I thought about um, songs for new world. Okay. If we get like, we really have to social distance because they're individual, you know, little scenes basically. Um, yeah. But I did because uh, uh, we're doing our well, our plan is to do Chicago the high school edition, and they did say if you have to do like a concert saving, yeah. you don't have to get special permission <laughs> for that. So. I was like, well, at least we can sing it. Yeah, we almost did, uh, down here, we almost did a production of Les Mis. It was actually, like, this weekend oh. would be the would be the tech week, beginning of tech week. And, uh, oh, no. Or no, sorry, this weekend would have been the actual show. Uh, but we oh. we had to scrap it. We scrapped it, like, two weeks ago because one of the leads uh, contracted the coronavirus, and it's fine. Oh. Uh, but okay. we, we canceled it, and we but we did discuss doing a concert version of it, just performing, you know, the music of it, uh, in, oh, my dog's about to bark cause Amazon's showing up. Um, <laughs> but, but anyway, but yeah, we, we thought about doing that. And I think that may end up being one of the few solutions is do a stage type of concert yeah. version of it. So. Yeah. Which I hate, yeah. but it's, you know, you turn into a, like for me, I'm going to do what I have to. Yeah. You kind of turn into a, a show choir, if you will. <laughs> yeah. So basically speaking of singing, you said you sing, I'm not going to make you sing, but you, so that's, oh, you. that's your thing. Yeah. I love singing. Okay. I love it. Um, and this is going to be me bragging just a little bit, <laughs> but, uh, you're, it's I your was, episode. You're allowed to do that. Yeah. I'm going to brag slightly, but I was <laughs> in, um, Passing Strange with, standing room only uh, at the obsidian theater yeah. when it was still open in houston and i'm so sad i didn't know yeah. it closed and i came to visit it was closed and i was so sad um but we won best ensemble and best musical from the houston press houston press so, award yeah yes and uh my performance was described as sparkling <laughs> uh so that's like my one claim to like actor fame was passing strange. I was really proud of it. Do you have a personal website? Uh, do I have a yeah. website? Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's the dog. See, told you. <laughs> I was going to say, you should just make a personal website just, just to put on there. You know, Ramina's, uh, Ramina's performance was sparkling. <laughs> and that's it. I remember, when that article came out and I screenshotted it and I sent it to my parents and my mom was like, Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I'm so proud of you. My dad was like, cool. <laughs> Did you sing? Were you performing when you were younger? 
Yeah, yeah. I didn't sing as much until high school. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I the high school I went to in Corpus, we had a really small, despite being a, a 5A school, which right. at the time was the largest, um, we had a really small department. Right. And we didn't have a stage at all on our campus. So before I got to college, I never actually had performed on, like, a proscenium stage, um, except once at the community theater. So otherwise they'd only done black box shows. Um, but I didn't really start singing until my senior year of high school. And we did um, little shop of horrors and I was Ronette and our music director was like, Hey, you know, you can sing, you should take voice lessons with me. And then I started taking voice lessons and then I've just been a little singer Kind of ever since I was in church choir yeah. uh, at the Corpus Christi Cathedral in Corpus, which was nice. Um, and I miss I miss that a lot. I miss being in like a choir that yep. sings like large bombastic Latin <laughs> crap. You know, like I miss that. What uh, is there something that sometimes? Uh, your phone, what? we're breaking up again. <laughs> that oh, was, no. no, you're fine oh, now. No. You're fine now. <laughs> By the way, I just what realized happened? you're wearing a Christmas shirt. But uh, <laughs> I totally am. It's a Bucky's Christmas shirt. I do this. It's fine. I do the same thing. Um, and I'm Jewish. But uh, <laughs> what what is something that Corpus Christi is known for other than being on the beach? Selena. Salinas. <laughs> we yeah. are Salinas oh, hometown. Yeah. Uh, we are also Whiskey Pass. Yeah. I know, always too soon for La Arena. I actually love Selena and um, have for a long time. I have her lipstick from Mac. Do you have the so, cups? Uh, I don't have the cups because they don't sell them up here. Yeah. Um, and my friends couldn't get them for me, but I do have the HEB bag. Okay. Uh, my ex-boyfriend, okay. when I moved to DFW, my ex-boyfriend went to HEB and bought me the bag because he knew I'd want them. So I do have the HEB bags, but I don't have the cups. Do they I even have stripes? Are north. there stripes in DFW? No. Okay. Because I was Valero. Yeah, there's well, Brahms is kind of like the you know the the yeah. Bucky's light, if you will. Um, yeah. Yeah. But but I, like Mandy Tapia, uh, who I don't know if you you know Mandy, but um, uh, she has like, and I don't think I'm the only friend that she has asked th this favor of, but she has reached out to me because she knows I live down the street from a Stripes. Like, hey, yep. the the red cup just came out, and I can't find it. Can you <laughs> run by your Stripes? <laughs> and yes. here I am walking in, looking like a uh you know not friendly with anybody not white you know because that's just my stereotype look but uh and i'm like hey do you guys have the selena cups and they're like really you want <laughs> why do you want those <laughs> you want a selena cup <laughs> i gotta yeah. say if if i had known that there was no stripes or hgb up here <laughs> um i might not have moved right i might have stayed in right. because uh i missed because, you know, you grew up in Corpus, it's Stripes, it's ATB, mm -hmm. Whataburger, but there's Whataburger up here. Yeah. Um, but, like, what I feel like are these Texas institutions, and I'm like, I'm bummed. Not in Dallas. Who's he? No. No. It's so weird. Yeah. There's Central Market, yeah. but, like, 
I need my Hill Country Fair. Yeah, they do have you know? some. They do have some positives about that city. They're very few. Very very few. Very few. <laughs> uh, positives are I work here. Yeah. And yeah. This is where my students are, who yeah. I adore. Yeah. Uh, but if I could pick up like my school and all my like yeah. students and coworkers and everything and move them down south, yeah. I would totally do it. So it's funny you say all that. There's a the school I'm going to is is in a suburb obviously i mean our whole district's a massive suburb but uh and and things are just being built daily there are new things pop fast food joints chick-fil-a you know chick-fil-a but the first thing they built near the school to kind of say hey this community has made it was a massive heb (laughs) and so so now because you could go there for anything but in you know i know yeah well and my my fiance grew up here, so he grew up in Fort Worth, like oh. in Alito. Oh. And I was telling him about ACB, and he was like, "I don't get it. Like, what's so great about it?" Yeah. And he, I I cannot convince him to go with me to Burleson or Waxahachie, which are the closest ACBs, <laughs> which are an hour from here. Yeah. And yes, I have driven to them to pick up ACB things. Yeah. Um, or like if I'm visiting Houston, I bring a cooler and I like load up <laughs> on things. Like, because I love H-E-B. I miss it. Yeah. Those, like, pre-made meals were everything. Yeah. There's something special about it. But, you know, the thing that Dallas got, and I don't know how you feel about uh, your Whataburger. I'm not a huge – I'm one of those weird Texans, born and raised. I'm not a huge Whataburger fan only because I think the food's fine, but it's called fast food, and there's nothing fast about Whataburger. Like – no, there's not. You have to plan for a normal restaurant style visit, like time wise. You you have to plan for twenty yeah. to twenty five minutes, um, because they they make it fresh, but also you're like, but it's fast food. Come on, <laughs> so right, like you make it fresh, but can you make it fresh faster? Fa- a little faster, a little faster. Can you have that microwave already set, ready to go? And so when I order it, just hit you know start. But In and Out got to Dallas way before it got to houston and there's even there's an in and out in richardson and i know that because it's right where my aunt lives it's right near where my aunt lives there's one like five minutes from me exactly have you had it i've had it it was it was good yeah it was good but i've got to say if i'm gonna eat at a like kind of fast food burger place sloppy burger yeah what no um (laughs) no i mean like like, okay yeah 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 I understand that. Shack is like, they're good. Those yeah. are delicious. <laughs> have you had Freddy's? Um, I have not had Freddy's. Try Freddy's. There's also one of those down the street. I yeah. may try it. Yeah. Freddy's. Luckily, well, I'm not moving far. Yeah. Well, Freddy's, you know, like Dairy Queen. I don't go to Dairy Queen for the burger or the fries. I go to Dairy Queen no. for the for the blizzard, right? A for the blizzard. dessert. Freddy's is that similar type of thing like their custard is uh or whatever that i think it's custard is is really really good and they you know it's supposed to it's some different type and whatever but right. they have they have pretty good burgers too so it all tastes the same to me i also yeah, really kinda. like culver's yeah have you been to culver's yeah, culver's is good yeah I love culver's but like to me like custard <laughs> ice cream they all kind of taste the same except um gelato tastes different to yeah. me and like obviously sorbet because yeah. there's no dairy in it. Yeah. Um, but if I'm if somebody was like, here's ice cream, here's custard, yeah. which one's which? I'd be like, I don't know. They're both delicious. They're Who both, cares? Yeah. Both frozen. Yeah. Yeah. 
put cookie dough in it. Cold Who cares? Tea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> put some gummy bears on there for me. And, so, uh, call it a oh, day. you're a gum. Oh, okay. I think they get too hard. I love gummy bears in my ice cream, but I really shouldn't because they get hard. Yeah, they get too hard. hard to chew them. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, like you, like if you're at the end of your life and you know you're at the end of your life and you don't need teeth anymore, like throw gummy yeah, bears all over like, the ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> I love um I love going to those froyo places where it's like you can put whatever you yeah. want in your ice cream. <clears throat> and I used to be like I'd be like waffle cone pieces, mm-hmm. gummy bears, sprinkles, like You don't know you you don't know you need it until like you didn't know as a kid I would like this on ice cream until those places popped up. And then you're like, I'll try right. it. Yeah. Also, the trick at those places is they do it by weight is yep. put cereal in them because cereal doesn't get heavy. You can put all you can put a ton of cereal in there, and it doesn't even hardly weigh anything. But then, then you're boom. then you're having then you're having breakfast, you know, as your treat though, because eventually that yeah. ice cream might melt. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Good. Oh, exactly. You get, like cereal, <laughs> you put like like vanilla ice cream in there. Right. Right. <laughs> All right, you, it'll, that's a life hack. Hashtag life hack, right there. That's a life hack. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> All right, so I'm uh, a huge, well, huge go. Huge person, so. Oh, so am I. Uh, actually, go ahead. What is your favorite? Like, tell me what your favorite sweet tooth indulging. Uh, like, are you a are you a cake? I I hate cake. I'm not a cake person, but I like brownies. Oh, I love, I love all of them. I love cake. <laughs> I love icing or no cake. icing. Yes, icing. Oh, I actually, when I was little, I would lick the icing off the cake and then throw the cake part oh, away. Oh, no. We're the opposite. So I wasn't allowed to have cake for a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I'm the... I'm wasting cake. I'm the skim the, the icing off and eat the eat the cake. Oh, no. See, I, I would take your icing. We'd be I'd a be good like, partner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Put that icing here. I love it. But I don't like that whipped cream icing. Okay. That's bullshit. Yeah. I like buttercream, and I don't like yeah. fondant either. That is no. also bullshit. That I don't even know. Like that's just edible, like cardboard is what it is. Yeah, basically, yeah. it it's gross. So yeah. if you are not putting a good buttercream, like like when I get my wedding cake planned, assuming there's a wedding because coronavirus, you can still have a cake. Um, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, we are still gonna have cake. It just might not be like shared. a wedding cake. Yeah. It might be yeah. like. Hey, babe, I picked up a cupcake. From H-E-B. From, from H-E-B. <laughs> yeah. No. Went down to Waxahachie and got this cake for you. Yeah, I went down to Waxahachie. I got us some cupcakes from H-E-B. We're married. Woo. That's funny. Um, yeah, but I love, it's, it's a problem. I love yeah. sugary things. I'm the same way. Ugh, I gotta. Have you ever done a, a, a juice cleanse diet thingy? No, I, I'm terrified to do one. Well, the only the only reason I say that uh, is like the only reason I figured out that I liked them is because it gets rid of your craving for a while for sweets. Right. Uh, so you know, and when I say a while, I mean like two weeks. You know, so you're right back on it. So it's it's kind of a, you right. know, as my sister says, like you're just wasting this. You know, but at least for two weeks, I'm feeling good and I'm like not bloated and you know, I'm not craving sweets, but Dude, uh, I I will if we don't have anything in the house, I'll get a graham cracker and I just try to picture, you know, the most decadent dessert ever on yeah. that graham cracker. Something. 
look, I love graham crackers too. I do. I do delicious. too. But they're just not. And they're not like. They're not a cake. <laughs> you know, they're, no, that's true. They're not gummy bears they're on not ice cream. Like a donut. No. Yeah. No. Oh, so speaking of donut, I'm going to let you go in in just a little bit, but I but you keep bringing up little. This is your fault. So speaking of donuts, because I've, 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 I've had this debate with people. Are you into the give me a simple donut or do you like the uh, those crazy like voodoo uh, make it look like Cookie Monster, put Oreos on it? donut yeah. and then sometimes you want the crazy like the unicorn donut with the horn and weird frosting <laughs> and like you know pieces of solid gold yeah. in it like I don't know like it depends on what I'm feeling I do know my best friend is moving up here which I'm super pumped for um, and so she's been looking at like different places in the area and she found this place they'll sell out happy birthday in donuts Mm. So that was what she was like, ahem, hint, hint. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to get her for her birthday is wow. happy birthday spelled out in wow. crazy donuts, um, which will be great. So, yeah, it, it, I, I love, like I said, I love sweets. I love pretty much everything. All right. I don't like fruit, though, which always weirds people out. Right. Because no. they're sweet, and so you'd think I'd love it, but I don't. Yeah. I'm I'm the same. The occasional apple or banana, maybe, but yeah, yeah. can't bananas. Apple, yes. Yeah. You know who has great apple? H E B. H E B. Minor wisdom.